What's up, everybody? Happy Wednesday. It's excellent to be with you all on this magnificent day we have before us. I hope this finds you standing in your power, living in your highest greatness for the greatest good of the universe. God knows we need you, baby. Today's episode is a bonus interview I recently did with Davy Brown, the head of education at Breathwork, the magnificent Breathwork app. Um, we talk about my career in the NFL, my life in football, the total deconstruction of myself through that process, how I came out, found, came out of that life, found meditation, found breath work, what it's done for me. Um, it's a fun one. I wanted to offer it here to give you all some more insight into me and my life and my journey. I think you guys will enjoy it. That being said, before I send you off into this bonus episode, if you're down for some fantastic fungi, the medicinal mushrooms, the superfoods, head over to wake.net, use code EBBINFLOW to get 10% off and free shipping on your next order. They've got some fantastic products there, lion's mane, reishi, turkey tail, cordyceps, a comprehensive health blend of all those magnificent mushrooms. Great for your immune system, cognitive function, oxygen intake, performance. It's I use them on a daily basis. They're fantastic. Wake is the cream of the crop when it comes to medicinal mushroom products. I highly recommend it. Also, if you guys are a fan of this podcast and you want more, you want more content, more deep dives, more guided meditations, more movement practices, more nutritional how-tos, etc., whatever it might be. You just want to connect with me on a deeper level. Check out my new Patreon account at patreon.com forward slash Britain. All of that information will be in the show notes of this podcast. And I greatly appreciate you guys. Whether you head over there or not, just having you here listening to this means the world to me. Lots of love to y'all. I hope you guys have a fantastic day and enjoy this episode with Davy Brown of Breathwork. Peace. I am Davy Brown from Breathwork and we are here with Eben Britton, a former NFL player and active breather. And we are going to have a little interview and then he's going to lead us through kind of a day in the life and how he integrates breath work into some of his workout routines, some of his recovery routines, which is going to be very cool. But we're going to start by him leading us or using the breath work app to lead us in his favorite breath. The calm breath. <laughs> uh, this is one of my favorites. I use this all the time. Uh, God bless you guys in the Breathwork app. It's, I don't use apps, and this is my favorite app ever. Uh, I use the Calm Breath before I do podcasts. It's fantastic. Bring me into a really level-headed state. Um, great for conversation. Feel I feel, after one minute of this, I feel like I've done 20 minutes of meditation, so it's super powerful. I also use it after workouts. So it's very versatile in that way. It gets you into that parasympathetic nervous mm -hmm. state. So it's four seconds in the nose, six seconds out the mouth, and we're going to go for one minute. All 
right. All right. I'm ready. And begin. That's a great way to start this. <laughs> yeah. I want to hear more about you mm -hmm. and a little bit about your history in the NCAA and the NFL mm -hmm. and how you, what kind of tools did you utilize to maximize your performance mm -hmm. and kind of um, mitigate pain? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a scary dark hole. <laughs> um, you know, I had this dream of playing in the NFL when I was seven or eight years old. I was at my grandparents' house. It was the summer in Connecticut. I'm watching the news and I see the Jets and the Giants in training camp and I thought to myself, that's what I want to do one day. I want to be one of those warriors, one of those gladiators out there on that field wearing that armor, battling, prove to the world how big and scary and fearsome I was. Mm -hmm. um, and so my mom would never let me play. She always was worried that I'd get hurt for good reason. Mm -hmm. um, but finally, my freshman year of football, freshman year of high school, convinced my mom to let me play with the help of my dad. And uh, it was really, you know, a rocket ship ride to the moon from there. Uh, everything I did, how I carried myself, how I thought, how I ate, how I trained, how I slept was all about in alignment with reaching this goal, reaching the top of this mountain, which was the NFL, playing professional football. So I was very lucky through high school and college, uh, probably, not probably, definitely as a direct corollary to my mom being this very intuitive healer, yogi, you know, I was built for it. I was physically gifted. I'm a big guy. I was gifted with some solid athleticism. Mm -hmm. So I had that going for me. But then combining that with the mindset and the visualization that I attached to that, as well as being surrounded by a lot of really great people. She was dragging my brother and I to yoga classes from the time I was about 12 years old. <laughs> yeah, she mentioned that. Yeah, so... <laughs> You know, that, even though at that time, you know, I thought it was ridiculous, it was lame, you know, I didn't want to do that, I didn't really have any interest in going to a yoga class, it was so beneficial for my football career because it made my body super resilient, super flexible, mm -hmm. super durable. And along with that, I was getting this very high level education of the total body system right. and how it works and how the breath is an integral part of your movement process. 
2009, I was drafted by the Jacksonville Jaguars in the second round, 39th overall. Um, and I had achieved this dream. I had realized this, this, this dream that I had. And I had a great rookie year. But coming into my second year, it was the summer, and I, suffered, I herniated a disc in my back. Mm. And it really started this long domino effect of injuries that would, that would really plague the rest of my career for the next four years, uh, next five years actually. Um, and up until that point, I had never dealt with any serious injuries. My shoulder would oh, subluxate. Wow. Okay. So that means my right shoulder would pop in and out of the socket mm -hmm. at least once a season. But I knew how to manage it and deal with it. Um, up what ways in, did you manage with that? You know, up until that point, I was, again, I was very blessed to come from a family of very holistically minded people. So food is medicine. You exercise as much as possible, drink plenty of water, eat, you know, the proper foods. And, you know, you, the last, use whatever natural means are available before going to a doctor to be prescribed something. Gotcha. So I was lucky in that regard. So, you know, it was maybe an Advil here and there right. along with very uh, intricate pain management stabilizing exercises. So for your shoulder, there's all these little muscles in there that hold it all together. Mm -hmm. So it's like a lot of this stuff with very, like a band, very light resistance, and you're doing 20 to 40 reps out in, you're going up and doing this. So it's all these little exercises to keep that thing tight. It was during these air squat exercises and I went down in this machine and it, it felt like a tube of toothpaste got squirt into mm. like my butt cheek. And I thought, oh God, I don't know what that was, but that was not good. And I came out of the machine and I felt like my body had been ripped in half and I'd been put back on backwards. And I was really at the top of my game, and here I am now. I just like came plummeting down mm. to rock bottom, physically. I went through that whole season, well, eight weeks of that season, managing every day. I'd be up at 5.30 in the morning, getting into the training room, having all sorts of uh, stimuli, massage. There's this thing called a stim machine, which mm -hmm. pulses electric current into the, the affected area to stimulate blood flow and to help heal, heal, help the healing process. Ice tubs, mm -hmm. hot tubs, everything. Popping a lot of pills. Right. You know, part of the unfortunate, one of the unfortunate parts of pain management in any NFL locker room is the use of first Prescription anti-inflammatory drugs, which are super toxic, really hard on your digestive right. system, your liver and kidneys. These are things like Celebrex, Cataflam, Indocin. Um, Viox is one that's been gotten a lot of bad uh, news, and it's. I I hope I think it's been pulled off shelves completely because it's causing caused heart attacks as well. So it's great. You get out of oh pain, but you have, a, you have a heart attack. Um, so that's kind of the first line of defense. Right. And 99% of guys in a locker room are on a daily regimen of one or more of these prescription anti-inflammatories just to incredible. deal 
Yeah, just to deal with the daily grind. Mm -hmm. Just to get out to practice. You know, and then on top of that, then the opiates start to come. And depending on how far along you are in your career, the opiates come earlier and earlier in the season. Some guys are starting a, a Vicodin regimen and training camp, you know, those 10-year vets. I learned really quickly that opiates weren't good for me. Yeah. And um, by the time I had left Jacksonville, four years into my football career, I had I had basically completely done away with using opiates at all because mm -hmm. I had another, I had to go and have back surgery the next season, which is another story that led to more very personal experiences with opiates, much the same thing, even to the point where they caused migraines. Uh, and I just knew, I remember... I'd had back surgery, I was recovering from that. I popped a, an opiate, felt a migraine almost immediately come on within, you know, 30 minutes. There was like this vibration up through the back of my mm. skull and it just overtook me. And by the next morning I had a full blown migraine. And I was, there was, it was so clear to me that it had been caused by that. Well, cannabis really became my go-to source of pain management. Mm -hmm. So cannabis helped me wean completely off of opiates pretty quickly. Like I could not use them and just, you know, smoke weed because that's all I had access to at that time in Jacksonville. Playing football in college and using cannabis is just a much different story because there's so many random drug tests. While in the NFL, there's just an annual drug test for cannabis. So once you take that one... They call it a substance of abuse test. You're good to use cannabis at will. And really anything else that's on that list. <laughs> I, I only used cannabis. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I had this understanding. I was like, wow, when I smoke weed, when I smoke a little cannabis after a long day of this grind, I feel my whole body decompress. I feel the, the emotional stress of preparing for the game be relieved. I can connect with my family. I can get a good night's sleep. I wake up the next day feeling really rejuvenated. Mm -hmm. So cannabis was really my way out of the opiate. Uh, my last year in Jacksonville, I got really heavy into herbs and medicinal mushrooms mm -hmm. like chaga, reishi, cordyceps, lion's mane. Lion's mane in particular for brain health and right. cognitive function. Um, because as football players, we suffer a lot of concussions and a lot of subconcussive hits right. that leads to this thing called CTE, which is chronic traumatic encephalopathy, which is early onset Alzheimer's and dementia. Oh, wow. Yeah, I have, That's incredible. I have friends and uh, teammates and guys I know who late 30s, early 40s being diagnosed with early onset dementia and Alzheimer's. My understanding or education around how the breath is directly connected to movement was way back with my first ever weight lifting trainer. I was in seventh grade and it was this old, this old dude, Gio, God bless him. Rest in peace. He was a natural bodybuilder in the seventies. This guy was in his seventies when he was training me and he was incredible. And I remember the first day he, 
he connected the breath with every weightlifting movement I did. Incredible, Gio. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this makes so much sense. You know, I like get under a bar and I'm like struggling. Exactly. And, and then he goes, no, no. When you go down, breathe in. And then when you want to explode, breathe out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, and I did it. And it made so much sense and it made the whole movement yes. work. You know, this human body is just a vessel for all this shit going on up here. It all It's all interconnected and all the memories and all the things you experience, it gets translated into these tissues and it's just sitting there. I've always had this very integral understanding of how the breath is such a key component of the physical experience and I mean it's even more than that at right. this point you know the breath is is it's prana it's the energy yeah, that moves exactly. us right. four years of high school four years of college and then six years of the NFL so almost 15 years of football and I was totally broken down on every level <laughs> had no idea who I was what I was supposed to do with my life how to relate to anyone in my life and lo and behold meditation started bringing a lot of peace and then you know things started to get realigned and breath work became has become a very important aspect of my daily routine i wake up every morning and i do three sets of energize i do some of my own little practices a little movement work some stretching i do the euphoria breath i think the euphoria breath might be my favorite yeah that's a good one just because it's so fun belly chest exhale yeah yeah um somewhere in there i got to go i i've got to hang out with a lot of navy seals and they, then i got invited to a workout with Laird Hamilton and Gabby Reese. And then it was like, oh, breath work is the shit. Right. You know, this is like next level training. I mean, all the time, you know, before <laughs> a meeting. I mean, this app is seriously, I do it. It's so fun to play with and experiment with. And, you know, at first I just really had the understanding of the Wim Hof technique, which I've since learned is Tumo, mm -hmm. which was, you know, I just had this thirst for knowledge. So I was just seeking it and trying it and I'm going, fuck, this works. You know, I'd be on the freeway doing the 478 method for 10 minutes on my way to do a podcast. And which is our sleep breath, there, so be careful about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I read that and I was like, oh, that's interesting. I mean, it definitely, it gets you into a super relaxed state and you know mental health is a big thing in my family a lot of depression anxiety substance abuse alcoholism so anything to help quiet the nervous system is so powerful to me right and the breath and i heard andrew weil say the 478 breathing method will put all antidepressant drugs to shame and he's absolutely right i mean it's it's incredible it's so fantastic he wrote a book called breath and it's mm. a very quick read and it it's amazing to see a doctor bridge bridge so many modalities mm. i really i'm a big fan of it another thing about the app that i love so much i know we're talking about some other stuff but You've got the visual, mm -hmm. which is super helpful when, as right. you're getting started to get a feel for the counting. Um, but then you've got that really nice audible sound mm -hmm. cue that I think is so helpful. And then the vibration too. Mm -hmm. So you could just like kind of set it on your leg or your lap. Right. 
and just get into the zone, close your eyes and just feel it. It's mm -hmm. so helpful. I just, I love you guys for creating this. <laughs>